The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Science used to be a systematic approach of continual questioning, experimentation, and discovery. It is now an infallible corporate-backed dogma that only selectively ordained quote-unquote experts are allowed to know or speak of. It is no longer science, but a dangerous religious cult. When eugenicist billionaires who think there are too many people on Earth and are obsessed with population control offer a free product, you may want to be skeptical. I shouldn't have to explain this to you. In 1995, French doctor Pierre Gilbet said this, quote, In the biological destruction, there are the organized tempests on the magnetic fields. What will follow is a contamination of the bloodstreams of mankind, creating intentional infections. This will be enforced via laws that will make vaccination mandatory. And these vaccines will make possible to control people. The vaccines will have liquid crystals that will become hosted in the brain cells, which will become micro-receivers of electromagnetic fields where waves of very low frequencies will be sent. And through these low-frequency waves, people will be unable to think. It will be turned into a zombie. Don't think of this as a hypothesis. This has been done. Think of Rwanda. End quote. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy, MMS, CBD pure hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Tonight's special guest is Dr. Andrew Kaufman, MD, a natural healing consultant, inventor, public speaker, forensic psychiatrist, an expert witness. He completed his psychiatric training at Duke University Medical Center after graduating from the Medical University of South Carolina and has a bachelor degree from MIT in molecular biology. He has conducted and published original research and lectured, supervised and mentored medical students, residents and fellows in all psychiatric specialties. He has been qualified as an expert witness in local, state and federal courts. He has held leadership positions in academic medicine and professional organizations. He ran a startup company to develop a medical device he invented and patented. And it is a great pleasure for me to introduce once again our friend Dr. Andrew Kaufman. Hello, Andy, and welcome back. How are you? Well, thank you, Mel. Uh, thank you so much for uh, having me back. Uh, it's a very special for me to be here, and uh, we have uh, certainly a lot of things to talk about today. Definitely. And as I told you before we began, it's so great to see you energized and still moving forward. You're in the tip of the, spe- the, the, the spear when it comes to what's happening right now. We spoke over a year ago, and we thought, I thought things were going to change, but they're getting worse right now. 
Why don't you just give us an update of what's on your radar? Yeah, well, there are uh, quite a number of things, of course, and we're in an era right now where the governments of the world uh, are conspiring with private companies, universities, schools, etc., with the goal of vaccinating every single uh, human on the planet. And we're seeing that they are casting aside uh, very sacred rules about experimenting on people um, that were developed, you know, as a result of the Holocaust and the Nazi regime who performed many, many experiments on various people across the population in Germany. And this started at the very beginning there. And we're seeing the same thing happen happening now in all really across the world. And it is, uh, you know, quite a scary thing to behold. And we can see, you know, once again, there's so much contradiction in how the public is being spoon-fed the, the information about this. So I think, you know, mandating vaccines and, of course, what is actually in the vaccine and what are the risks of the vaccine are the, the main issues that we're facing today. And, of course, that leads us directly into the real beginning of the surveillance state, which is the vaccine passports. Where is the Nuremberg Code in all of this, when all of this is said and done, if it ever ends, are we going to see Nuremberg-style trials? Well, you know, if uh, if this does end, I think that is definitely forthcoming because, you know, we have really blatant violations, not only of that, but of many other uh, principles of human rights. And we will need to codify this into, you know, something new in the future uh, if there's still going to be some kind of centralized, organized society, uh, ultimately. I read an excerpt from a presentation made by a doctor in, in France in 1995. What are your thoughts on that? You, you sent that to me minutes before we began and it's a huge minute of truth. Well, Mel, you know, if you really think about this current situation and everything it entails, because obviously it's much more than a public health crisis, then you can go back historically and see lots of organizations, documents, um, and proponents of all the various aspects of the agendas coming together now have been planned uh, for quite a long time. And so when we see a video like this from, you know, quite a long time ago, right, uh, almost 20 years ago, and it's essentially predicting everything we're seeing now, uh, it tells us that this is really been a plan for quite a long time. And we can really go back further because there are many, many steps that needed to be carried out to get to this point. And in fact, if you look at the technical technocracy writings from the turn of the 20th century when that field was really developing. And their definition of technocracy is uh, essentially a society of social engineering. They conceded that they did not quite have the adequate technology to provide the amount of surveillance and data collection at that time. But now we have matured in that respect. In fact, really the only significant invention of the past 100 years has been 
related to information technology. And this is specifically the technology that will allow them to carry out this plan. So we saw this mechanism of using a fake infection and a mandatory vaccine as a way to get people to cooperate with signing on to the surveillance state. Exactly one year ago, I said this on Facebook. I said, I hope by now you realize that we're witnessing what we're witnessing has nothing to do with saving lives, but everything to do with the total takeover and control of our lives. And maybe people thought that was a conspiracy theory back then. I wonder how many people think that this is fact now. Well, you know, certainly um, the viewership or the people that would listen to a show like this has grown tremendously over the past year. And, you know, the facts really bear things out because we've seen this go on now for over a year and a half. And none of us can really point out to the dropping bodies, right? We have many nations around the world where their even official death counts were lower than they've been just a few years ago, historically. So despite all of the obvious nature, if you just get up and look around, in fact, you know that if you didn't turn on the television and you were in an area where people didn't wear masks, you would have no idea, right, that anything was different uh, from the way it was before. So it is still, of course, quite surprising that um, the majority of people have not come around to this idea. But I, I know that many of them really are walking around just going through the motions and not really convinced. But the people who continue to watch TV and pay attention to the central, uh, centrally controlled news media, uh, they are continuing to be hypnotized and um, in this uh, COVID cult, so to speak. How many people do you think are still in this spell right now? How many people, more people have to share their stories and I get them on a daily basis? And it's people who think I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing it for the common good, uh, to save my family and so on. And then we get the horror stories if they are lucky to still be alive. Why is it that it's taking so many people to see all these examples and still there's a large percentage of the population that still wants to be jabbed. Yeah, well, you know, I was out uh, yesterday running some errands. And, you know, over the past year and a half, I, I must say that I've been somewhat of a hermit and uh, generally trying to avoid going out. But there have been some things that I really needed to take care of. And when I was going to a couple of shops and just, you know, overhearing people's casual conversation, I realized that this pandemic has essentially become a trend or just a habit that people are used to. And they like make small talk about it, just like they would make small talk about the election or the weather or anything else. So these people have essentially made a decision to turn off their ability to engage in criminal thinking. And, you know, one of your uh, repeat guests, Neil Kramer, recently put out a uh, Romecast, which is one of his uh, creations. Yep. And he talked about this as really the definition of stupid, where by someone is consciously ignoring information that will lead to greater understanding. And, you know, that's what most people have simply decided to do in this situation. I see it almost like a mental civil war taking place 
where humanity is uh, splitting into two groups. Group one, those who accept the propaganda and want to be controlled. And group two, those who see through the propaganda and want to be free. Do you see this division also? Well, absolutely. And in fact, I even see this separation uh, bearing out uh, in the future into essentially two parallel societies, uh, one governed by the principles of freedom and sovereignty and individuality, and the other one, a collectivist technocratic surveillance state where people are essentially uh, automatons uh, serving the state. But see, here's the problem I see. Because we have them, and I don't mean to get political here, but we have the people who cheat on one side, and part of those cheaters reside on the right side as well. So how can we law-abiding, freedom-loving, life-loving people, how can we win if they are in positions of power, if they are writing laws, and where probably 10 out of every law has a regulation that comes with it coming from a uh, an unelected official. Well, you know, of course, this is a very difficult um, situation to be in. But if we really take a step outside our prior life experience and look at what things really are, we see that the government it can only govern by consent of the people. So if we simply decide to ignore the authority and recognize that they actually don't have authority over us, in fact, the government is supposed to serve us. They are our, our employees. And this is written you know, into the Constitution, and this is the whole purpose of having government, is to serve the interests of the people. And if you simply realize that, then you can essentially divest yourself from them having any authority over you. Now, of course, it requires some knowledge and study to um, deal with situations where you may be in conflict uh, with those, uh, you know, people who are enforcing policy. So this is a whole other area, of course, of law study to help you realize these things. But ultimately, you know, each of us as individual men and women we have the full authority over ourselves and ultimately over the government, and we don't have to be subjected to their authority. Now, we may have to defend ourselves in order to uh, assert these rights, but they are present, and uh, there's nothing anyone can do to change that unless we decide to give them away. Let's say someone has a chance of 99.7% of not getting cancer. But they are forced to get chemotherapy anyway, mandated, forced. How logical is this? And you would think people would get it. They don't. Yeah, well, uh, you know, of course, it's um, the messaging that's coming from all of the official sources is essentially ridiculing any opposing opinion. So people in order to avoid, you know, being shamed or ridiculed, they simply just go along with whatever they're being told. And there's a huge aspect of convenience slash inconvenience or hardship that comes with this decision, because I know there are many, many people out there. And some of them, I, 
this may be surprising, I guarantee are listening to this show because I know that people who have listened to some of my webinars have been asking about this, that they are considering actually subjecting themselves to the vaccine in order to be able to travel or conduct business in the way that they're accustomed. So this is a, you know, a really fascinating time that even among um, informed uh, men and women, that they may decide to risk even death in order to be able to, you know, travel internationally or keep their life as convenient um, as they're used to. But then again, today, I posted again on Facebook, a comic to some people. It may sound laughable, but it's basically a woman who's on a uh, uh, the hospital basically saying, but wait a second. I have been, let's see, I'm just going to read it here. It says, but but I socially distance. I get vaccinated. I did everything I was supposed to. Don't make me wear it again. And the doctors are saying, we are not doing this to you. You are doing this to yourself. What do you think about that? Do you think people being complacent are the ones pushing this agenda forward? Well, you know, that sounds like a uh, major guilt trip there. <laughs> <laughs> on that person. But yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I think one of the most significant things that people do that's keeping this moving forward is submitting to testing. You know, many people, even the ones who refuse the vaccine, they still agree with their employers subjecting them to get getting regular testing. Well, that's the data that they use to justify all policies. It's always about the test results. They have defined a case to mean that they have a positive result in one of these tests that is not approved by the FDA, is not stated anywhere that it is accurate. Um, in diagnosing any disease um, and is completely experimental and has never been validated. But that's what they're using to drive everything forward. So anyone who is agreeing to getting tested, you may feel that it's not uh, causing you harm, although actually it may, um, I mean, to your health, but it is driving things forward. So that's what people need to realize that if they continue to participate in any aspect, right? When I go out among everyone and, you know, right now things are opened up where I live in New York, but all winter and the last year and, you know, since the beginning, everywhere I went, of course, you saw my naked face. Now that sends a message to everyone, you know, who sees me that, look, that guy is not afraid, <laughs> Right now, some people might have a slightly different impression. They might say that guy's crazy or he's risking other people. And a few people have, you know, yelled at me or given me the finger and that kind of thing. But I'm still, I'm sending the message that I'm not afraid, uh, no matter what you are. And that is the kind of thing that gives people confidence to do the same thing themselves and maybe, or maybe just, you know, causes them to ask a question. Geez, why isn't that guy afraid? You know, who is he? Um, you know, maybe there are other people like that. You know, maybe I should look into things. And so it's really, really important any decisions you make in your individual 
uh, day-to-day life with respect to this that you should really carefully consider them. And there may, you know, there may be a good reason to participate with some aspects of this uh, in some situations, but you really need to make a careful consideration and especially to look at the big picture. If an employer mandates a non-approved vaccine, because a lot of people just have this confusion, it's authorized emergency authorization. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.